Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for May 20th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. We've been in this series now for over five weeks. This is part 26 of the overall series. The title of today's message is Growing Into Your Grace, part two. Yesterday, I shared a message entitled Growing Into the Grace of God that is on your life. If you haven't seen this message, please do so. Growing Into Your Grace, this is part two and part 26 of the overall series. Faith and Patience, the Wonder Twins. We've been studying the life of Joseph. Let's continue to go back to his life. Uh, we're going to look at James 1 and then Genesis 39. This is what the Bible says in James 1, 2 through 4. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power to endure all things. And then as this patient endurance grows in you stronger and stronger, it will release perfection into every area, every aspect of your life until the Bible says there is nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. This is what maturity looks like, that you have the capacity and the audacity to believe God on his level. And then you have the faith to endure. You have a patient endurance that you are going to believe God, believe what he said. You're going to hold on until it comes to pass, no matter how long it takes and no matter what you have to go through, Faith and patience are required for you to become the man or the woman that God has called and destined and designed and desires for you to be. Say amen to that. All right. In Genesis 39, the Bible says, then the Lord was with Joseph and continued to show kindness unto him. So the commander of the prison or the warden began to like Joseph and the commander of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners. The commander trusted Joseph with everything that was in the prison, and this happened because the Lord was with Joseph. The favor of God was on him, and so the Lord helped Joseph to be successful in everything that he did. This is the, the prison phase of his life. Joseph went through the paternal phase, then he went through the pit phase, then he went through the Potiphar phase, then he went through the prison phase until he got to where his dream was in the palace phase or the prime minister phase of his life. He had faith, but he had to have patience. It's the same with us. So what does this mean to you today? What does this mean to you on this Wednesday morning, like you're like, okay, Rick, this is cool. You've been talking about this story, but I have a packed calendar. I have a lot going on. I'm dealing with my kids in quarantine. I'm trying to work at home. I'm trying to do homeschool at the same time. I'm dealing with all the, you know, maybe some financial stress. What does this mean to me? Okay, fine. I got you. I got you. I have four things to share with you in this morning. I'm about to share them and I want you to open up your heart to what God is saying. You ready? Four things. Number one, here we go. Believing God's dream for your life and then launching out into it is not always easy. See, God calls us into our future. He calls us into our future from our present. And when he does, a lot of us kind of go through a, a, a series of emotions. Some get excited and others get scared, right? Like it, like when you when you think about the enormity of it, like, okay, most of us get excited at first, right? We get, oh man, you high five your neighbor, you get all excited, you get pumped up. But when the enormity of the call sinks in, I mean, like when, when you really realize, when you acknowledge, when you, like for me, when God really started talking to me about my destiny, about my future, about what he called me to do, and I grew up as a son of immigrant parents, 
uh, from the Dominican Republic in Brooklyn. And I grew up on welfare and food stamps and government cheese. And, 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 and I went to New York City public schools. And, and, and so when God started talking to me about my future, the enormity of it, like the enormity of the call, when, when that finally sinks in and you see the enormity of it, I'm telling you, it's, I, most of us get scared. Like, oh, how in the, what are you? And then you start thinking about it. But it's bigger than you. It's bigger. It's bigger than anything you had ever seen yourself doing. It's bigger than your dreams. Uh, Ephesians three twenty says that we we serve a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that he deposited on the inside of us. What is that power, Rick? That power is his grace. His grace is on you to do what he called you to do. So he is not calling you based on your power. He is calling you based on his power. And so the call is based on the fact that he will enable you and equip you and empower you to do. He will empower you to do what he's employing you to do. But it's just that you're like, at first you're like, wow, this thing is huge. So, so why would you want to do it through me? You have all these questions. How? God, how is that going to happen? Uh, uh, when? <laughs> oh, I wish I knew when. When is that going to happen? Why? Like, why, why'd you pick me? Like, why am I so special? What did I do? And, and, then, and then finally, this is one. What do I do next? After you get past all of that, you're like, okay, 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 fine. I'm going to believe God. But what do I do? Like, what do I do next? For Joseph, he didn't launch out like his great-grandfather Abraham did. His great-grandfather Abraham, he launched out. God said, go. He, he went. He left everything that he knew. He, he left every, he was 75 years old. And God says, go to a place that I'm going to show you. I need you to leave everything that you know for something that you don't know. And I need you to believe that this God that you cannot see will show up in your life that you, in a way that you can see. And Abraham believed God and he launched out. That's why he's the father of faith. But his great grandson didn't do that. His great grandson didn't launch out. He was kicked out. He was pushed out. And so some of us launch out. Some of us need a push. Regardless, launching out into your destiny is not always easy. Maybe you know that you're supposed to start that business, but you haven't. You're like, you know, what are you waiting on? Like, you know, you just haven't done it yet. You know that you're supposed to write that book, but you haven't done it yet. You know that you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to put in the resume, but you haven't done it yet. Why? Because launching out into your destiny is not always easy, but you have to do it. The grace of God is on you to do it. And then when you do launch out, know that it's not going to happen overnight. You need faith and patience, which is what this series is all about. Number two, what is happening to you, even right now in the middle of COVID-19, in the middle of a pandemic, what is happening to you is actually happening for you. Listen, we serve a God who is able to ensure that all things, good or bad, work together for our good. Why? Because we love God. Why? Because we are the called according to his purpose. Joseph had a dream. He saw himself in the dream operating as some sort of leader, right? And so he could see himself. He was a ruler. He was a leader. And matter of fact, he was over his brothers. Matter of fact, he was over his father. And so he saw himself in the dream as a ruler, as a leader, but he didn't have any specifics about the dream. He didn't know that in the dream, he was actually, he got this glimpse, but he didn't know. Like, And God doesn't give you all the details. And so 
He didn't know that he was actually in the dream operating as the prime minister of Egypt. He didn't know that because of the favor of God and the grace of God that was on his life, that because of him and the Lord and the favor of God on him, that, that Egypt was going to become the most powerful nation on the planet someday. And that when Egypt was the most powerful nation on the planet during that season, Joseph was the number two man. Joseph was the second in command to Egypt. And that's what Joseph saw in the dream, but he didn't know it. So when, when, when he was thrust into Egypt and when he wound up working for one of Pharaoh's direct reports, uh, while he's there in Potiphar's home, he didn't know that he was actually being prepared for his life's assignment. I'm telling you that even right now, when, when you're like things may, you feel like things are going haywire. You, you feel like you don't understand why these things are happening to you. I'm telling you that you are being prepared for your life's assignment. You got to keep the dream alive in your heart like Joseph did. When Joseph got to Potiphar's house, he faced what we all face. When, when God is, is propelling you into another level, into another stage, into another season, Potiphar put Joseph in charge of his home, in charge of everything. Now, what did Joseph know about running a home? What, what did Joseph know about Egypt? Nothing. What did Joseph know about running a domestic operation? Nothing. What, what, I mean, he was a teenager. He was in a foreign land. He was entrusted by a foreign man to run an, an entire domestic operation. And so for Joseph... To fully embrace that phase, like, okay, I'm going to have to deal with this. I'm going to have to do whatever. I'm scared. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to do it. For him to do with, deal with it, though, for him to make the most of the Potiphar phase, let me say something that we all have to deal with growing up. This, this series is about maturity, about, about developing. One of the things that you're going to have to do, deal with when you're growing up is you're going to have to deal with the pain associated with people, right? And so for him to make the most of the Potiphar phase, he had to deal with the pit phase. I'll deal with that in a, in a minute. And he, instead of getting bitter over what his brothers did, he had to decide to get bigger. And let me tell you that if you really want to grow, things are going to happen that you don't like. People are going to turn on you. People are, some people are, are, are fickle. <laughs> some people are, are, are phony. Some people are flat out fake. But even when things happen that you don't like, Instead of getting bitter, you can get bigger. And that's what Joseph decided to do. Number three, God gives you opportunities to learn life lessons along the way. Listen, right now you're waiting on God to do what he said he would do in your life. And while you're waiting on God, God is giving you opportunities to learn life lessons. Let's talk a little bit about the lessons that Joseph learned. So during the pit phase, the, the pit phase, that's that when his brothers betrayed him. Let's talk about that. He had to deal with betrayal. <laughs> Think about it, especially the betrayal of his brothers. If you really want to grow into the man or the woman that God has called you to be, you are going to have to learn to deal with betrayal, even when it comes from those closest to you. And even when it's very painful, it is important because when Joseph was in Potiphar's house, he was required to lead people and, and you're not really prepared to lead people and to deal with the dynamics of being a leader and dealing with true leadership until you've tasted the bitterness of denial, <laughs> disloyalty, deception, and disappointment. Listen, you know what? People, people are going to be people. And if you really want to be a leader, you have to build up the resiliency to deal with people however they are and, and, and to deal with the fact that they will turn on you and you have to keep going. When you, when you develop 
the resiliency, the grit, the determination to keep going despite what people do to you, despite what people say about you, despite the fact that the same people you're trying to help are putting your name in their mouth, then that's a mark of maturity. A mark of maturity is that you have the grace to keep going and you're not holding a root of bitterness in your heart and you're not holding malice and ill, you know, Ill intent towards them in your heart. Listen, you, you have to let it go. You have to, for you to grow, you're going to have to let it go. So he had to deal with that. He had to learn to deal with the pit phase. He also learned some things when he was in the Potiphar phase. Let's just talk about that too. Here now, he's a teenager. He's in a foreign land. He's dealing with a foreign man. And he's a, he has to learn how to deal with people. He has to learn how to allocate resources. He has to learn how to function within the system of Egypt. These were all foundational lessons that he needed to learn for his life's purpose. Remember, he was supposed to be the prime minister of Egypt. He didn't know it. So when he was learning the Egyptian ways, he was being prepared. When he was learning how to allocate resources, he was being prepared. When he was learning how to lead people, he was being prepared. He kept the dream alive. Now, he didn't know what was going on. Like, what am I supposed? I mean, I don't even know why I'm here. I know I have this dream. He kept the dream alive in his heart, but he was being prepared. He was learning things that he was never going to learn at home. You know why? Because at home, he was the 11th of 12 boys. So at home, he wasn't running anything, but now he's running stuff. And, and, and so he was pushed into his purpose. He didn't launch out. But now he's there and he's actually in charge of people. He's actually in charge of resources. He's actually dealing with the gov the Egyptian government because Potiphar was a big time. You know, he was in charge of the secret service for the king. He was a direct report to the king. So he's learning all of these lessons. My point here, and I haven't dealt with the prison phase yet. I'll deal with that tomorrow. My point here is that you... God will give you an opportunity to learn life lessons along the way. Don't miss out on that. Learn everything that you can while you can, because within the big scheme of things, it's actually preparing you. God is preparing you for what he prepared for you. Number four, and finally, as I close, God's grace is on your life, but you got to grow into the, the grace. You have to grow into it. Let me just explain this as, as we close. This last point is very important. Listen. God will, everybody gets excited when I say God will open doors for you that no man can close. But here's the truth. When God really opens doors, a brand new door, opens doors for you that no man can close, and you walk into that door, let me tell you, I've been there many, many, many times. You walk into a new level, a new season, a new dimension, oh, a new paradigm, glory to God. Yeah, yeah. But when you walk into it, let's be honest, you feel inadequate and you feel unprepared. You're like, what the heck am I doing here? Like God, God will push you into, I, I can't tell you how many times I walked into a room and, and God favored me to get into the room. And then I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing in this room? You, you are unprepared. You feel inadequate. Why? Because Listen, you have to endure all these things because life is a marathon, not a sprint. God will push you into spaces. God will push you into rooms that will scare you to the bone. Your knees will buckle. Your, your, your heart will pound. Your mouth will water. You'll get on a telecom. You'll get on a video call even right now. And you're like, what am I doing on this call? Oh my God, God, don't let me, don't let me look stupid, God. God, don't let me look stupid. Uh, uh, 
If, if, if I open my mouth, you got to put words in my mouth. I, you don't even know what to say. And, and you feel like you're not ready. You know why you feel like you're not ready? Because you're not ready. And, and, and you really are not ready. And you're in there. And, and then God pushes you into that realm. And then he causes you to grow into that space. And that's what this series is all about. God is pushing you to a one realm and another level. And you feel like you're not ready because you're not ready. And then you grow into that space. That's what growing into your grace is all about. This is why you must be developed. This is my, why you must be prepared. You got to be processed. Once you get comfortable in that realm and you're like, oh yeah, this is, I'm good in this room. I'm good with these people. I'm good. Yeah, I feel good. Then God will either lead you into another realm or he will push you if you don't go. And then once you get there, you're terrified again. And now you're on another level and you're dealing with new people and you're dealing with new problems and you're dealing with new, oh, and you're like, oh my God, what is this? And then yet you grow into that. And why? Because the grace of God is on you. And then you're like, once you get past that one, God will push you into another one. And once you get past that one, God will push you into another one until the vision, until the dream comes to pass. And then when you finally get the vision and you finally see the manifestation of the dream, God will give you another vision and God will give you another dream. And the process will repeat itself over and over and over again. And then you keep doing this. And then you finally, one day you die, but you don't die because you're old and you don't die because you're sick. You just die because you're done because you finished it. Like you did everything that you were supposed to do. You got out of you everything that God deposited on the inside of you. But the only way that you will ever get there is if you get comfortable with a certain level of discomfort. If you get comfortable with a certain level of mystery, you're not going to know everything. You're not going to feel comfortable all the time. You're not going to have all the answers. God is not going to tell you everything. God is going to keep pushing you and keep leading you and keep sending you and keep propelling you. And when you get into these realms, you will be terrified. You won't know what to do. You won't know what to say. And you have to rely on God. And you have to rely on his grace and every level, every stage, every season, every time you have to grow into the grace. And when you grow into that one, God will start the process all over again. God did it for Joseph. God has done it for me countless times. God will continue to do it for you. This is what growing into your grace is all about. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say, Father, I know that you are calling me into my future for my present. The more I walk with you, the more clear the vision is. The more clear the vision, the stronger the pull. I will never stop becoming the man you call me to be. I will never stop believing the dream you gave me for my life. I will never lower my expectation for the manifestation of your promises. I live every day with my heart open to receive and my soul determined to keep growing into the grace that you have placed on my life. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. You put in your email address. All my notes will go to your email inbox every day for free. Once again, like yesterday, this is a message you might need to watch again. There are levels to this. (laughs) There are levels to this thing, man. I'm telling you. And you, you have to go through these levels. You have to go through these stages. You have to do all of these seasons. 
Greater is coming, but it's not going to happen overnight. So you have to be determined to walk with God for the long haul. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, but also share this message with everyone everywhere. Let's let everyone everywhere know that greater is coming, but we have to have faith and patience in order to obtain the promises of God. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.